This is the Hidden Why Podcast, episode 643. This is my solo rant titled Addition and Subtraction, a formula for happiness. I hope you enjoy. G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hidden Why Podcast. How the heck are you? I hope you're very well, guys. Welcome to my solo rant. Today, what I want to do is talk to you about a little formula that was shared with me. It's a formula to happiness. So as you know, I am a very huge proponent of happiness, as is Jody Amon. So Jody Amon is a guest that I interviewed recently uh, for my 30-minute segment. She is a psychotherapist and she's a big proponent herself of happiness. She's got a book uh, that is titled You One Anxiety Zero, so win your life back from fear and pain. Look, it was a fantastic interview and she shared this formula in there, which was her formula for well, formula and definition really of, of happiness. Now, we discussed this in a bit more depth, so please check out that episode with Jody. You can find it at thehiddenwide.com. But really what I wanted to talk to you about is this formula and provide my own thoughts, perspectives, and explore this topic to see if it might assist you in finding greater happiness in your life. Now, I think happiness needs to be defined individually. So what is happiness to you? Look, there's a lot of people that say happiness is out there and you can be happy all the time. I don't believe that. Look, there is the duality of our existence, which means there's going to be suffering, there's going to be pain, there's going to be moments of joy and pleasure as well. However, in this modern world, we are so consumed by everything around us and that we chase this continual craving for happiness. And sometimes that leads us down paths of further misery and unhappiness because some of the pleasures, some of the joys that we seek perhaps aren't the best, most natural forms of joy that we can find. At least that's my thoughts. Anyway, I often suggest, and I've said it before, I'm sure in plenty of shows that the suffering in our lives, the the greatest suffering in our lives is usually self-inflicted and it's usually a cause of attachment to some sort of pleasure or craving or moment or event that happens in our lives. It's usually a a cause from the actions and behaviors that we have uh, in chasing this constant future, in trying to avoid um, anxiety, in trying to avoid depression, in trying to move past pain that might be in the specific moment. I really think if we want to find deeper happiness, happiness, happinesses, I think if we really want to find deeper happiness in our life, we have to really appreciate um, the life, the moments, the events that are happening in our lives for what they are without attaching ourselves to them, without any expectations. I think that is a really great philosophy to live your life by. Now, great philosophers will say that we have control over certain aspects of our lives, but there is much that we cannot control. And if we can only realize what is in our control and take ownership of that, take responsibility for controlling that, then may we live with a greater sense of joy. And for those things that we can't control, do not attach to, do not have any expectations of. I'm in sales and sales is a challenging role for most of us. I think it's a great skill and I think it's something that we all have to uh, have in whatever we pursue in life. However, what I know with sales and my experience uh, from the past 
um, and it's a lot better these days, but I know a lot of people in sales, they have this expectation, attachment to some sort of result. Often the result is out of our control. What is in our control is to do our best by the person that we're speaking to, by the potential client that we're serving. And if we do our best in that role, hopefully the sale will come through uh, with a bit of ease. But if you attach yourself to that result, if you have some sort of expectation, you can lead yourself to disappointment when that person perhaps isn't the right client for you or isn't perhaps ready for what you have to offer. So look, I think um, there's a lot what I just said um, that should give you some um, thought yourself to go about creating your life of happiness. Look, happiness is uh, available to all of us. Um, It can be found uh, even within the pains that we have in the moments of uh, adversity that we might be experiencing. If we can just appreciate that moment and seek out what learnings and lessons might be within that moment, knowing that each moment, each event does pass. And um, that's a big part of life. Change is inevitable. Change is um, there, there is no permanence. Impermanence is real, and if we can just let go of that moment and that event, or any attachment to that event, we may just find um, some sort of joy, even in adversity. At least that's what I think. Anyway, let's get to this formula. I'm blabbling on here, and the formula that she suggested is that happiness is about understanding what you want and removing what you don't want and including some form of practice to get there and that will lead to a greater state of happiness. At least that's my take of the formula that she shared. I think, again, you have to measure happiness uh, in your own way. You have to sort of sit down and contemplate it and think, well, what is happiness to me? What does, does a life of happiness really mean to me? And really assess that thought and write down your notes if you need to, journal on it, um, explore it you know, every day for a week. Uh, it's a great thing to do you know, if you don't already practice taking a journal, get out a journal and write down these thoughts every day. And if the focus this week is on happiness, then just simply every day sit down and write down your thoughts on happiness. Well, what does happiness look like to me? What, you know, what makes me happy? Um, how does a life of happiness look like and how can I move towards that? What I often think is that a lot of the things that we think make us happy perhaps aren't actually the things that do truly bring us a great sense of joy. For example, we live in a consuming society and consumption is a big part of modern day happiness, but it's also a big part of our anxiety. It's also a big part of our suffering um, that is caused. And it's because we believe that by getting more, having more doing more, we will somehow be in a better state. We will somehow be more ourselves. And that's not necessarily the case when you're consuming the wrong things. Consumption is a a form of pleasure that leads to momentary sort of states of joy, but it is not long lasting. And the things that we buy and those moments or events that we have and experience that bring us joy, they too um, dissipate and pass. And so if we're just relying on them, we constantly need them, we constantly crave them. And this is why anxiety, I think, is is really increasing in society at the moment because it's just never ending. Once we achieve something, 
we go, what's next? So we chase that next achievement. Once we're experiencing something, you know, go on a great holiday and then we come back and we're all down and waiting for that next holiday, missing out on the joys that are perhaps within those moments whilst we wait for that next joy. We go out there and purchase something and, you know, it might be a big screen TV, it might be a new Gucci bag or whatever you might desire. And, you know, for a while that brings us a bit of joy until we just forget about it. It becomes negligent in our state of happiness. And so we're constantly craving, constantly seeking more. And that constant state of chase is really sufferable. Um, I've certainly experienced it and um, I still do from occasionally, from, from occasions experience it myself. I think, you know, we have to try and avoid those misleading wants and we have to really seek out what do we really want. So what I'd suggest with this formula is take out a pen and paper and, and just write down there a list and put down all the things, excuse me for a second while I have a sip of my tea. Having a nice cup of green tea this morning and there's a little bit of an itch in my throat. Apologies for that. So yeah, get out a bit of paper and write down a list and put down in one column the wants and put down in one column don't wants. And in the column, in both columns, look at things that you do. So what do you want to do? What do you not want to do? What do you want to experience? What do you not want to experience? Look at what do you want to have and what do you not want to have? And then look at what do you want to be and what do you not want to be? I've talked about this formula in the past, which is be, do, have. And I think we um, often get it wrong. Just to recap on that formula, what we often look at is what do we have um, and what do we do? So that's the have and do. And then we end up being a certain way. And so we go out there and we say, well, I want to have you know, money. I want to have a house. I want to have a car. And then we go out and do the things that um, will bring us that. So we find a job and we do the work and we overclutter our schedules um, to try and get those haves. And then we find ourselves in a state of being. And that state of being might be great. It might be exactly how we want to be. Um, but often what we find is it's not how we want to be. And so the formula needs to be reversed. We need to look at how we want to be. Well, what do you really want to be like? How do you want to live your life? How do you see your life in the future? Start with the B. Then look at what do you have to do to be in that state. So if we want to be happy, what do we have to do to be happy? And then look at what do we have to have um, to be that. So if that makes sense, it's about being happy. So what do we have to do to be happy? And that's looking at the wants and the don't wants. And then from that, you will find the things that are necessary for those uh, occurrences to happen will also become apparent in your life as well. So it's really putting the formula in reverse. So looking at your wants and your don't wants. So I often look at it and go, well, does this really bring me happiness? So if your if your goal is to be happier, you have to look at the things that you are doing first. Well, what are the things that I'm doing that make me happy? Okay, well, I do yoga in the morning, so that's a good one. So I'll put that on my list. Um, perhaps I don't do yoga every single day and I'd like to do it more because I really know it brings me joy. Recently, I had this um, because I've just gone through a bit of a transition moving from Japan to Australia. In the last six months, it's been a little bit of out of balance. I haven't had my solid routines there. And I was just discussing with my wife, you know, the things that bring me joy. And really for me, waking up early in the morning, doing a yoga routine, doing some meditation, and then writing 
brings me a great sense of joy, but I haven't been practicing it consistently every day. So that just awareness of that um, makes me realize is that's what I really need to aim for. I really need to look at, well, what are the things that are not allowing me to do that? So what are the things that are uh, affecting my ability to do the things that bring me joy? So that's why we have to look at the, re- the removal. So removing those things that we're doing that really aren't relevant to bringing us a greater sense of happiness. Now, of course, if you're working eight hours a day in a job that you really don't like, um, it's it's hard to just go, well, I'm going to remove that job because, you know, unfortunately, we live in um, the capitalist society where we need a, a form of income. We need uh, a, a certain amount of financial support so we can put a roof over our head, so we can feed ourselves, so we can live a standard quality of life that we enjoy. Um, what you have to look at is, well, what is that standard and is that standard perhaps unnecessary like and this is where we look at the minimalist sort of mindset or the lifestyle Uh, often i'll suggest that many people uh, live well over what they actually need to find happiness we consume much more than we actually need and and i discovered this when i moved to japan i became very much a minimalist and i think that was the process of this journey that is the hidden why is i started to remove all those things that didn't really I didn't need to bring me the stuff that I need to do to bring me a greater sense of happiness. And that's where you'll start to find yourself leading, going, well, okay, well, what am I doing? Well, I'm I'm actually investing a lot of time in doing this. Yes, I need to work a certain level, but does that work need to help support all these additional expenses that are occurring in my life? Perhaps you can cut back on them and perhaps that'll allow you to add some additional time into your schedule. Perhaps you're finding yourself, you're just um, staying up later at night, for example, watching TV. So you might realize that, you know, you're watching an hour um, of news at 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock at night. And certainly um, I know I used to do that. And, you know, that was an hour that I'm staying up later that made it very hard to get up any earlier. So I stopped, I, I stopped doing that. I stopped removing that. Now I still enjoy watching TV shows. I use Netflix and there's a few shows that my wife and I watch there and we probably watch, you know, an hour of show every night or maybe, you know, a few nights a week. And that sort of thing, that's something that I actually do enjoy and it does bring me um, a bit of happiness, but it doesn't consume my whole evening and it doesn't stop me from still getting up early. So they're the things that you have to look at removing. So what can you remove to allow you to do the things that actually bring you joy so for me for example it could be riding and yoga in the morning there are other things that bring me joy throughout the day Um, certainly you know going for a swim is great during the day Um, talking with people um, spending some time with my family things like that they're the things that really bring us joy and there's a lot of things in our days that just aren't necessary so it's about really writing down that list and just understanding, well, what are the things that actually bring me joy? What are the things currently that I'm doing that are not bringing me joy? And how can I create a practice that allows me to remove those things that don't bring me joy so I can focus on doing more of the things that do bring me joy? From there, you will naturally progress to looking at the things that you have that bring you joy and the things that you have that don't bring you joy. And again, removing those things, making them irrelevant. Um, I always suggest that it starts with what you do in your day-to-day activities. It starts with the behaviors that you have in your day-to-day activities. And then from there, you will just notice the things that you have and don't uh, want to have will uh, balance out themselves. So that is my formula um, reflection uh, based on Jody Jody Amon's formula of happiness. So looking at what you want, subtracting what you don't want, and then finding a practice 
and creating that practice, be consistent in that practice, and that will lead to a greater sense of happiness. And really, it just needs to be simple. Keep it absolutely simple. Man, my life has become simple since I started really understanding what I enjoyed and what I didn't enjoy. And yes, there are still things in my life. I'm sure there's still things in everyone's lives, even the people that we look up to and admire and we think that have you know, great success and great lifestyles. I'm sure there's things in their lives that they really find uh, that they're doing that perhaps they don't need to do that's um, affecting their state of happiness and you know creating their own self-sense of suffering. It's um, definitely relevant in my life. But it's just creating that awareness. And this is a good reminder for me because I just actually thought about it the other day. And it's uh, funnily enough, I interviewed Jody and she brought up this formula. And yeah, there was things that I enjoy that I'm not doing, I'm not practicing enough. So I need to bring them into my life because they do create a greater sense of happiness. So, you know, it's, it's about keeping things simple, finding more joy in those moments, you know, where it's just not being so anxious, not chasing towards that next event or that next thing, or I have to do this next task. You know, I'm one of those people that like to be busy, but sometimes I find myself just anxiously running forward impatiently, you know, um, creating stress in my life, which is just totally not necessary when I can actually just pause and reflect and enjoy what is in front of me and enjoy those moments and events that are right now. And, you know, the next thing will come too. And um, whether that's an event that perhaps I just need to suck it up and do, uh, perhaps it's not something that brings me a great joy but is necessary for my working life or whatever it might be, I can find joy in that as well and know that, you know, that next moment will come and there will be more pleasure moving forward as well. So guys, I hope that makes sense. This is just a bit of an off-the-cuff episode. Um, I will resume my normal solo rants next week. I just thought I'd talk about this because it was an interesting topic. Um, so yeah, let me know what you think. Jump on to thehiddenwhite.com. Leave your thoughts there. You can connect with me, guys. I'd love to hear from you. So connect with me through email, Facebook Messenger as well. Probably the best two ways you'll get me. And uh, let me know what you think of the podcast. Guys, I do have a book um, hopefully being launched sometime this year. Um, the year is passing me by and I'm still in the mix of getting it edited and finding the right uh, publishing platform. So keep an eye open for that as well by subscribing to my newsletter, The Hidden Why, um, or subscribing to the ultimatelifemap.com as well. You can subscribe your email address there. I'd love to uh, send you out a copy once it is released. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. Speak soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe, subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. 
So connect with me at thehiddenwire.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there, breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.